as to our confession. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a, cont am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Saturday. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills her calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished inside it. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God, Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I see and in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word this evening, you minister to us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Shake, your, shake your hand of somebody next to you as you sit down. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. It's good to see Mamulukwani. Wow. God bless you. It's good to see you here. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. Uh, that's our key scripture for our, our series on mixing the word with faith. You know, you take the word, you mix it with your faith. And this is part two tonight. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they had, they had did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listen. Now, King James Version says, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they had did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. You know, we can have all the ingredients of baking. When we of a cake, you know, when we make a cake, you know, have all the ingredients in there but if you don't have yeast is it yeast eh? Eh? yeah yeast yeah. if you don't have yeast what will happen the dough won't rise it will it will remain flat it's already pan cooked 
open Google. The cake won't be nice, fluffy, and eh? Is it baking powder? It's not. It's not yeast. Eh? Oh, yeast is for bread. For bread. For bread to to rise. Okay. If you don't have yeast, the bread the bread won't rise. Right? You know, for the bread to rise, uh, you have you have to take everything, mix it with yeast. So yeast is working in the whole thing. And when you look at the amount that you put in there, it's relatively small compared to the flour, for instance. For instance, yeah. But that amount that it's in there, it's working. You know, though, you know, though it is small, it is working. Yeah. And so you have to mix it. If you if you don't mix it, bread won't rise. Yeah. And so the Bible says here that the word that was preached to them did not benefit them. Even though the word was powerful, working, yeah, just like flower, it's real. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, all the ingredients there are real. But they can rise up, rise up to the top because there is an ingredient that is missing. So that is that is what is happening also with our lives. If we don't mix the word with faith, what will happen is that the word will just remain dormant. It will be there, but it will remain dormant with its power, with its force, with its ability. It will remain dormant. It won't benefit you. So for the word to benefit you, you have to mix it with faith. Say this, I have to mix the word of God with, with my faith. My faith is an injection that will activate the word of God. So it says, it says it did not benefit them because they did not mix it with faith. You know, remember that's when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and God said that I'm taking you, in, taking you into the promised land and you're going to inherit this land. They went and spied out the land in Numbers 23. I mean, Numbers 13. You know, they went and checked out the whole land. And after, and after checking out, they came and they said that the land flows with milk and honey. Now, look at verse 25 of Numbers 13. It says, At the end of 40 days, they returned from spying out the land. 
they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them, showed them the fruit of the land. So they had evidence, evidence that what God said is the truth. And they told him, we came to the land to which you sent us. It, it flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong. And the cities are fortified and very large. And besides, we saw the, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And then they continue speaking, verse 30, verse 30. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. Then the man who had gone with him said, We are not able to go, go up against the people. For they are stronger than we are. Caleb and Joshua said, Let us go out there, go out there, and take the land. And the ten spies said that we, we, we can't go out there because we are not able to take the land. We are not able to do what God says in his word. Or we are not able to act on the word of God. Others two said we are able. Ten said we are not able. And so now the Bible says they brought a bad report, an evil Report. Yeah. And uh, verse 32. So they brought to the people of Israel a, Israel a bad report in the land that they had spied on. Yeah. So God saw it as a, a bad report. So the Bible says they influence the rest. We'll continue. You know, when you continue in chapter 14, we see that they influence the rest of the people. Ten people influence the majority. Yeah. And majority said, no, we can't go in. Moses, you brought us here to kill us in this place. Because they, because they did not believe the word of God. I mean that was I mean that was that was the deciding factor here. They did not believe the word of God. So if they believe the word of God, what what should they have done? Eh? They would have gone into the land. Were there giants in the land? There were giants in the land. 
Were there sons of Anak in the land? There were sons of Anak in the land. Were the cities fortified? C uh, cities were fortified. Yeah, all, of, yeah, all of that, that's the truth. So, but when you believe the word, you don't look at all of that. You look at what the word says. The word said to them that I have given you the land. You go in and possess the land. So you take the way you know, that God, you said that you have given us the land. We believe that you have given us the land. You know, God, you know, God we act on it. We act on what you say, not on what we see. The Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight. By sight meaning that you depend on what you see. You see, faith is a risk. Eh? When you take a step of faith, in the physical, there is no guarantee that it's going to happen. That's when it is faith. Faith is a risk. Yeah, at times, uh, when you do something because you have money in the bank, you know, it's not really faith. Really faith. Yeah. Or because you have a medical aid, it's not really faith. Yeah. Or because of you, you have somewhere to land on. You know, should it fail, at least I'm covered. Yeah. It's not really faith faith. Faith, you take a risk, a step of faith. You take a risk trusting that, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to happen because the word says so. Now, you take a step based on step based on the word, not based on your own calculations. You know, it's not a blind step that you take in the dark and say, no, you must be based on the word of God. Yeah, because everybody take, takes a risk in life. But with us Christians, what makes the difference is that we take a risk basing on the way, on the promises, promises you know, that God said. You know, that God promised this and then that's it. He promised it and we are we are, we are working based on the promises. And so the Bible says, the Bible says that the word never, never benefited them because it was not mixed with faith. And so we need to take the way and we, and we need to mix it with faith. But if we say, ah, you know, it's not going to happen, then it's not going to happen. You have the word of God. Now, what is the proof that you believe the word of God? Eh? It's, it's your action. Action. If you don't take an action, then you don't believe the word. You don't believe the word of God. Are you with me? 
yeah, a proof that you believe that you believe the word of God, you take an action. You know, you take an action that it is going to happen. Because the word says so. And let me emphasize this. It's not a blind jump in the dark. It is based on the weight. If you, if you do something and you don't have a scripture to back it up, then there is no faith there that you are. Yeah, it's, it's like you're just... Just thinking, hoping that it will happen. You have to, you have to base it on the weight. Yeah, take the weight. You believe the weight. Yeah, that God, this is what you say in your weight. God, I believe your weight. Like when God called us to come here to Polokwane. Yeah, now it is not written in the Bible that thou shalt go to Polokwane start a church yes. right yeah. but we had the way we had God speaking to us yeah. now uh, this is the thing anything that is, that is not specifically mentioned or written in the Bible when God speaks to you because it's a personal word to you Make sure that it does not disagree or contradict what it's written. If it contradicts what it's written, then definitely it was not God speaking to you. It was something else. It must agree. It must agree. It must align with the word. Or the word must not contradict it. It's either the word it's either the word is silent or it agrees with what God has spoken to you. Spoken to you. God can't tell you something that is against what he already said in his way. Eh? He can't tell you something and, 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 uh, and, and uh, uh, that is against what he had already spoken, what he already said in his way. So, uh, our parameters on matters that are uh, not clearly stated in the Bible, our parameters are the, the Word of God. It must fall within the Word of God. Amen? Amen? And so, uh, but we take the weight. We, we act on the weight. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 5. Uh, and Jesus find people fishing. And he says to them that, can you lend me your boats? And I want to, the multitudes were there. Verse 3. Okay, let's start from verse 1. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God. So people were just coming 
and they were just close to him. They were pressing on to him to hear the way. Uh, you know, they, they had a desire to hear the way. And, and you know, I, I pray that that should be what we have as children of God. Yeah. They were pressing in on him. You know, I'm asking myself, are we really pressing in on God to hear the way? To receive the way? Yeah. That people are now so casual about the word of God. I remember uh, uh, the, the, the year that I got saved. You know, I, I remember one particular time. I got saved at the uh, boarding school. And so when I went home, uh, you know, some Christians, Christians, you know, uh, I told them, I said, there Christians are there born again in Tembisa because I haven't heard of such. So they told me, they referred me to a church and you know I went uh, to Assemblies of God. You know, of God. You know, so I went there, you know, and started going there. And I remember on Thursday, Thursday it was youth service. You know, and I remember sitting down and uh, Having that longing, you know, looking forward to it, you know, the way just to to get the way, and and that thing was so real to me that that uh, uh, even today I I I can I can you know remember it very clearly that longing longing for the word of God that I love to share share. Way, yeah. and so every time I I read about you know have, you know having a longing for the word, I remember that time. I remember that time. Yeah, it was the pulpit was up front, yeah, just uh, two blocks and aisle in the middle, and then I was right sitting yeah, about what maybe eight maybe eight rows uh, from the front and on the edge you know the seat next to the eye sitting down and waiting for the preacher to uh, to minister yeah. and yeah. and there was that longing you know that you know I am I'm, I want to share the weight I want to share the way share the way and uh, you know, at home we didn't have electricity. You know, we, we were using candles, and I would wake up. I remember it was during June uh, holidays. I got saved in May. You know, it was during uh, June holiday. You know, at home uh, I would do my study, and then after study I would take the Bible. You know, at night. You know, with a candle in a dining room, and just open, uh, you know, the, you know those Gideon Bibles. Uh, you don't know them. <laughs> yeah, the yellow ones. Mine was blue. Mine was blue. You know, had that Gideon Bible. You know, I was showing it. Now, at the end, at the end, it had 
it had you know like if you want to read about love you want to read about forgiveness if you want to read about and so I would so I would take a topic yeah, I did have those and then go in and just just dive into the way yeah, just go into the way just you know uh, read the way yeah, that that's how much I love the way the way and that memory is still so vivid in my, in my mind uh, that, uh, that I would go, go for hours just reading the way. I've done my studies. You know, I'm reading the way. And my mom would, would see a light, you know, under the door, you know. Under the door, see, it's the light. And probably maybe at night she has been noticing this light has been on for a long time. She would come come out of her bedroom into the dining and find me reading the way. Yeah, just reading the way with that little Bible. You know, just reading it, reading it. Uh, and and so you have to have to have that desire. Uh, and uh, I, I pray that. You see, there are a lot of things that would steal that desire in your heart. There are a lot of things that are competing with that. Yeah. I mean, what is on TV? You know, what is happening around? You know, all the things that are there, the music, you know, that are there. They are competing with, they are stealing a desire for the way. Yeah. You find that uh, after watching those things and so forth, you, you won't have a desire to really read the way. Read the way. And so, uh, so you have to pray for them, pray for them that God, you know, give me, give me a desire for the way. You know, give, you know, give me a desire to to, to hear the way, to listen to the way, to read the way. You know, give me a desire for the word of God. Because what? It is, the, it is only the way that will transform your life, your life. And that will make you to go forward in life. You know, the lack of weight. Don't be satisfied that you came to church and you listened to the preacher for 30 minutes and then you're going home and you're going, going home and say, oh, I'm done. You're not done. You haven't begun. Yeah. You need to, need to have that a desire for the way. And so the people here, they were, press, they were pressing in unto Jesus, wanting to share the word of God. He was by the lake preaching. They were pressing in to share the way. And so, verse 2 says, And he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from Boat. You know, three things that Jesus did in his, 
did in, in his ministry. Number one was to teach the way, to preach the way, and signs and wonders, to pray for people, <coughs> you know, for signs and wonders. But you realize that most of the, most of the time, Jesus was teaching the way, teaching them the way. And would gather people and talk to them. And uh, people were helped by the word that they had. Jesus knew that, you know, if the word was not important, he would have said that, okay, line up. Let me, uh, let, me, uh, let me pray for you and pray for them and say, you know, say, I receive. And they all say, I receive. <laughs> and then say, go home. It's done. Yeah. But he didn't do that. He would preach, and, and it is the disciples who will feel and say, it is now late at night. Please send people. They haven't eaten. What were they doing? Was he doing miracles during that time? No. He was, he was teaching them the way. He was giving them the way. And so, and so in Jesus' earthly ministry, the word is what matters. It's what, it's what he did the most. Yeah. And uh, people were changed because of the word. Not because of the miracles. The miracles we need, you know. The but receiving the word, building your life on the word, that is far more important than anything else. And so that is why we need to guard ourselves against things, against things that will try to steal the way. We need to guard ourselves. Is this thing, this thing stealing my desire for the way? Do I have a passion for the way? Do I love the way? Do I? You know, and, then, you know, and then you check. If you see that you, know, you don't have passion for the word of God, to listen to the word, to read uh, the word, you know, to uh, study the word of God, and that you don't have that passion, that... Uh, then you need to question, there must be, what is it, what is it that is stealing my desire for the way? Yeah. And deal with that. Amen? Yeah. And deal with that. See, when we come to church, uh, uh, the most part that, is, that the devil will try to distract is during the preaching of, preaching of the way. Because he knows the importance of the word of God. And he would want to steal, want to steal the desire for the way. So that's why during the word, without hope, all sorts of things. Yeah. He will just distract you. And you're not hearing the way. And so, I am... I'm loving these people that they press on to share the way, you know, to share the way, to listen to the way, and, and so forth. And Jesus, and Jesus taught them because they came for the way. He taught them. You see, miracles, miracles were by the way. 
It was not the main thing. Are you hearing me? Hearing me? It was a, by the way. The most important thing was the word. And so, because when you have the word, then all other things will be added unto you. And so, there were two boats there, and he got into the one listening to a, a belonging to Simon, that is Peter. You see, Simon was a Hebrew name. Peter was a Greek name. Simon Peter. Peter. It was you know, like you have maybe so to name an English name. How many of you have have two names? Uh, or you call it Christian name. But some we call them Christian names and they are not Christian at all. So I have two names, right? My first name is a Sotu name. Yeah. And my, my second name, my, eh, my middle name, it's an English name. It's not my first name. David is not my first name. Yeah. But, but, so anyway, we're using two names, right? So, uh, yeah. and so Simon, Simon was a Jewish name. Yeah. And then Peter was a Greek name. Simon Peter. Are you with me? It's not a name and a surname. Yeah. So, so uh, 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 it says here, you know, getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put it out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished, finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a cash. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night. What, what is toiling? It's working hard. Eh? They worked the whole night. He says, we toiled all night and took nothing. We caught no fish. They were fishermen. So they, so they worked the whole night and they caught nothing. But I thank God. You know, when I was meditating on this uh, message, I thank God that that was not, not the end of his speech. He looked at, yeah, we tried it all. We did everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you see, this is what brought difference between uh, Simon and the ten spies, you know, the rest of the uh, Israelites. It is this, this. He says, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your way, I will. I will meaning I am I am acting. I am acting on your word. It says, but but at 
your way, I will let down the net. He says, it does, it does not make sense. Because I have been there. I worked the whole night and took nothing. So, literally, physically, uh, when I look at it, naturally, this thing is not working. Because I did everything. I toiled the whole night and we took nothing. Fish were on holiday. Eh? It was dololo. Yeah. We're on holiday. It was locked down for the fish. For the fish. Yeah, the whole night we tried everything. There was no movement. Nothing. Nothing. We toiled the whole night and there was nothing. He says, but at your weight. You know, that's what I want us to take as children of God. To say, it does not make sense. But because God says so, I will do it. I am doing it not because it's making sense. I am doing it because the word says so. So that will be mixing the word with faith. You look at your hundred percent, it is not making all ends meet. Ends meet. Eh? Yeah. I mean was shorter, you know, got your hundred percent. And now God says, now let's reduce it, reduce it to ninety percent. Your hundred percent is not enough. It's not enough. And God says, now let's make it ninety uh, percent. It's not making sense. That is why people that are out there, they say, ah, wahafa. Yeah. I mean, wah so kola. Now over onya kaunsa bonya nebo, bonya nebo. You know, you take the ten percent. You uh, take it to the, uh, to the church. You know, and. Uh, while you are struggling with 100%. So, it does not make sense in the natural. But, you, know, you become like Peter at your word. God, because your word says that I need to give 10%, I am basing my action on the word, not on the fact that, it, that it's making sense or it, a lock of it. No. I am basing it on the weight. Yeah. And so Peter said that, but at your weight, I will let down the nets. I will act on, act on it. You know, at your weight, I will tithe. At your weight, I will confess. At your weight, you know, I will, you, 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 you take an action based on the, the weight of God. Hallelujah. And so that is mixing your faith with, with the word of God. You take the word, you mix it with faith. And it says in verse 6, And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. 
acted on the word, and the word, word worked for them. Say this: I will act on the word of God. Of God, I will do what the word says because I believe the way. I choose to believe the way, and I choose to act on the way. I will do what the word of God says. And because I will, I will do the way, I will catch a lot and my net will begin to break because it will be so much. It will be beyond measure because I believe the way and I am acting, acting on the way. Amen.